Welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. My name is Angel Trin and I'm the founder of Pennywise Traveler. And I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. We're going to be doing some bougie mailbag questions. And then we are also going to talk about a little bit of travel recap. Okay, so what did you forget on your trip? I want to know. So yeah, me and Angel were talking before. So I forgot my adapter, my the European plug. <laughs> so I so used to using USBs or U- USB C for everything, plugging in. We and me and me and homeboy, we both forgot to bring our our power adapters for for Europe. And usually you can ask for them at the front desk, but every front desk we've been to, they just, they were like, oh, we don't have any, or we ran out. Like they usually have them, but they just happen to not have them. Luckily, a lot of the rooms have USB plugs in it. So it's not a big deal. But now that we're switching technology over from USB-C, USB to USB-C, a lot of our stuff, we have USB-C plugs and then the walls have USB plugs in it. So right now, just now my laptop was running out of battery and we didn't go to the front desk to get uh, to get a, po- a power adapter, but we did use it. Our, the power bank that Homeboy has is strong enough, so it works with the USB-C. So it is charging my laptop now. And I also charge my laptop in the car because we have a rental car too. So yeah, that's like a dumb mistake. That's just, that's pretty much a rookie mistake. I usually always have a power adapter with me just in my travel bag, but, and I, I'm shocked. Homeboy is usually the one with the gadgets and gizmos. He did not have it either. So I'm not alone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I've been lucky in the past where I asked the front desk if they have them or not. So it's very convenient when they do have them. And depending on the hotel, some hotels, they have um the USBs. Like, I like it when they have the USBs. Sometimes they don't, though. Because I don't think the higher yeah. place of Tasca, they had USBs. I don't remember if they do. I don't think No, they no, yeah. they didn't. Because remember, they were, yeah. I remember I was trying to find a plug. They didn't have, right by the desk, they only had that one plug. And I was trying to plug in with the laptop setup with, it, it gets kind of complicated. Like you need to have, I needed one for my phone and then one for the laptop. And then I need to make sure I had enough plugs available for my, for the microphone and everything. And it was just, yeah. So it, it got kind of complicated, but like trying to find a way to, to position the plugs, everything to be plugged in. So yeah, that one did not have, didn't have USBs in the wall. I don't think so. At least she didn't forget her passport. So that's good. So yeah. Like... Well, that <laughs> wouldn't have gotten in the country without that. But I check every so, five seconds for my passport. What is it like driving on the other side of the road? Yeah, I, 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 it's not as big of a deal as I thought it'd be. I mean, I when I was in Thailand, I was driving on the other side of the road, but I was driving a motorcycle most of the time, so it wasn't really. I didn't really get used to it. I did get used to those intersections, but you just kind of have to think of it in your head. You're just like, it's just a mirror, you know. It's just, it's not. It's really not that big of a deal. I was a little bit worried because I thought my perception of where I am on the road would be different because, and and it is a little bit, I think the harder thing is that the roads here are pretty tiny. Like a lot of times you're on these roads that even roads in the U S that don't have a sidewalk, you know, they can be kind of narrow, but a lot of these roads they have, they don't have a sidewalk or anything or a shoulder and then they have walls. So it's like, you really can't like, if, even if you like go a little bit over, you're going to hit like a, like a brick wall or a stone wall or something. So that can be a little bit nerve wracking too, but it's interesting the the rental car we had actually had the steering kind of thing where if you start to go over the line, it would beep at you. And the steering wheel, if you have it set to it, the mode, the steering wheel would actually like correct you, which is interesting. I didn't, I kind of, 
I kind of liked it, but I kind of didn't like it because it was annoying because it would keep beeping if I was over the line even a little bit, or it would it would start to correct before I needed to, and it just I don't know. It was it was interesting, but that's yeah. So it it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, I'm always scared to drive on the other side of the road. And then, do you want to follow up to the last episode where um, the car rental stuff? So then now you have experience. Um, um, how'd you book this car rental? Okay, here's another mistake I made. I didn't, I didn't even tell you about this. So I actually used... So uh, if you guys listened to the episode a couple weeks ago, we were talking about car rental and how you the insurance that you have on your credit card doesn't cover you in Ireland. Specifically, it's one of the countries that does not work. And in Ireland, you, you have to book you have to book the car with a special policy. It's not like, it's not even the comprehensive coverage collision damage waiver. It's like super, it's called like super collision damage waiver or something like that. And the best way to do it is actually directly through the rental car company. So I actually went through auto slash and found the best deal. It was like, it was so cheap. I should have known something was, I, I knew that something was up. Like I was like, Oh, I'll just probably have to pay insurance in person. That's fine. But it was, nine euros a day yeah that should be a red flag i did it through auto slash and then i booked through priceline that was the the cheapest option and it looked like i was like well this is legit it, it was budget which is i i use budget a lot i know i don't have loyalty it's not you know with my with my american Express platinum card and my capital one venture x card i could use statuses from other for other car rentals but i don't i just do whatever's the cheapest so I went with budget and then when I got to the counter, the guy was like, he's like, never book through a third party. You should always book direct, which I usually do that. But for car rentals, I'm like, whatever, because it usually doesn't matter that much when you're in the U.S. But he was saying that Priceline doesn't doesn't give you the option to add insurance that Ireland requires. So you can add insurance on the Priceline website. And I didn't do it because it looked like it wasn't going to be the right one for Ireland. Like I could just, I was like, I don't think this is what they're asking for. Cause it said it was through Priceline. It wasn't through the car rental place. So long story short, I ended up paying for that, that full insurance, because if you don't pay the insurance, if you don't get that full, like comprehensive insurance, you have to put a deposit down for like 5,000 euro. And then you are liable up to the cost of the whole car. <laughs> if something is damn and like you're on these tiny roads, like there's, a good chance that you might get like a rock or some kind of ding on the car. And I just don't want to be liable for any of that. So the insurance that you got that we got at the car rental place, I think it was, it ended up being like $50 a day or something. So still when you factor that all in was not that much money. It ended up being like $60 a day for a rental car. I, I don't think that's that bad. So I think I still found the cheapest price going through auto slash, but that's just something to know is maybe for places like Ireland where you have to make these considerations about the insurance, maybe you check auto slash, but then go directly to that, whatever it says, the cheapest car rental company and go directly to them and then see what comes up and make sure you have all your options added. So they also, they were nice because the guy at the counter was nice and he added homeboy for free, which is good because he actually did most of the driving. We, we split it up a little bit, but we drove like across Ireland to go from Dublin to Galway. And so it was nice that he, he let us add that for free because he felt bad. He was like, well, you're like, 
he's like he's like you shouldn't have because because to him it looked like he was slapping on fifty dollar fee which i kind of expected so it was fine but yeah it, it that could be a big surprise if you don't realize it's coming so the eight dollar fee that you paid where did that go towards then that was for the rental so like with their rental cars because you're they're they're more making their money with the insurance because which is I, I don't know it's interesting because in the u.s the car rental itself is expensive but then you have the insurance on top of it but i think it's a trick because in the u.s you usually don't actually need insurance on top of it so they have to make their money somehow because everyone has a credit card with insurance everyone has car insurance for their like personal car that transfers over to rental cars which that's not the case in ireland it's just different the way they do it so i, I don't know i think they should have a different like business model <laughs> so i i thought i found that confusing too but yeah cars if you just rent the car with no insurance it's like nine euros a day but you should probably have insurance on it because the car the roads are really tiny and you don't want to and you also would have to put five thousand euro down on your credit card which so like you would get it back in theory but like i'm not putting a five thousand dollar deposit <laughs> the dollar and the euro are about equal right now they're it's like one dollar to one point or 1.06 dollar to one euro so it's pretty easy conversion but yeah it, like i wasn't gonna put five thousand down when i don't know like you just never know like they could have charged me like the they did for you when they said that you didn't return the car like things like that can happen so yeah that what that was a whole dispute i had to go through of hurts for for that but yeah it, it is like it is so cheap to rent the car but then you have the insurance that's the only trick but still even with the insurance like how much is it to rent a car in the u.s it's definitely not like 50 dollars a day it's that's like a good deal in the u.s usually so i think that's maybe what i paid maybe if, I, I haven't rented a car let me check i haven't rented a car in ages i don't even know if i have the receipt anymore yeah. but i can look um i usually just think of it as like you know like if i'm gonna take an uber from the airport it costs like 40 bucks it's like okay well i might as well have just gone to rent a car for if i'm gonna go there and back if that's not even the only uber i'm gonna take i usually just i the reason i won't get a rental car sometimes is if parking is expensive but usually it is a good deal if um but but rental cars sometimes they're like 200 bucks or like 150 dollars a day yeah I, I can't find my old receipt from hertz that was like two years ago almost so i think maybe it's just gone somewhere i don't know where it is so for our first night in ireland we stayed at a fine hotel resort collection hotel which i've never i've only done the hotel collection because you can do you have to do two nights for hotel collection but usually those hotels are cheaper so you know even if you're paying last time we did it we actually did it for our honeymoon we paid like 300 dollars for two nights and so we got 200 dollars uh hotel collection credit and with hotel collection you get $100 food and beverage credit, and then you get late checkout, potential upgrade, but then you don't get free breakfast. So that's kind of what you get for hotel collection. For ho fine hotel and resorts, it's a slightly nicer hotel. They're all nice, but slightly nicer hotel. You get the $200 credit, the same $200 Amex credit that you get. Then you get the same $100 food and beverage credit, but then you also get free breakfast and you are almost guaranteed an upgrade and then you get guaranteed late checkout. So 4 PM. So anyway, we booked the fine hotel resorts collection. It was like $300 for one night and it was great. Like I always thought it was such a scam to do fine hotel and resorts. And usually they're, you know, $900 a night, but sometimes you can find good deals. And we got in a little bit like later. So 
we we were like trying to use all that cre- the hundred dollar credit, and since we got free breakfast anyway, we weren't gonna use it on breakfast because that's what we did last time was we just used it on breakfast for the hundred dollar credit. So we were like we we got room service and everything, and then we still had all this credit left. So we ended up getting taking all the wine out of the mini bar and just like adding it up. And then when I checked out, this is something to know. If you do use your food and beverage credit for fine hotels and resorts or the hotel collection, usually you can use it for the mini bar. But if you check out and they haven't like settled the mini bar yet, there's a chance that when you check out and they take the hundred dollar credit off that later, they might charge you for the, the, the mini bar because because they might have already taken the credit off and then like you might have left some money on the table and then they added the charge they charge you later for the mini bar so what i did was when we were checking out i was like hey we took some stuff from the mini bar she's like okay tell me what it was and then i'll add it to there so that we can make sure it's like all settled so i just like had a list of what we took i was like we took some m&ms we took some wine we took this so she added it to the receipt so that we weren't going to get charged for it later because she was taking the the credit off then. So that's just something to know is if you do do something like that, make sure you get the credit taken off. Yeah, last time I used my $100 for FHR, that was actually in March in New York when I used mine Mm -hmm. at the hotel. So then I used it for dinner. That's what I did for mine because I ate the leftover yeah. breakfast and I put the food in the fridge because I did it. For, yeah, because you got it for two because you get two people, right? So you took one one day. The, the breakfast were true. So I saved the food into the fridge and ate that for lunch later. And then I um, used it for dinner for that one. Yeah. And the breakfast at these hotels are usually really nice. So because they're like these are really nice hotels. That's the other thing is it's just like it actually is just really nice to stay at a nice luxury hotel and knowing that you're not paying that much for it because they really treat you well. And oh, the other thing is Amex gives you like a welcome gift, which I didn't realize. I think last time they gave us a welcome gift, but this time they they wrote us this note and it was like because you're you know because you're Amex Platinum, blah blah blah. You get this. They gave us like a a candy bar and they gave us like other they also well they gave us also uh stuff because it was our anniversary so i wrote them a note i went through amex travel because they you know they contact you before your trip and they they're like oh yeah your upcoming stay blah 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 and so i responded i was like hey it's our anniversary and i did the whole like you know (laughs) it's our anniversary if you could like you know give us a special thing or do something nice for us whatever i sent them one of those notes and then they i just did it right through the amex uh, the little conversation that they had up there. So something else you can do is if you're celebrating something, you can do that. Yeah. The FHR, the past few years I did for Portland for women's travel fest. So I did it for two of those credits last time. And then my last credit for, was for, for women's travel. Oh yeah. So I did it three years in a row. (laughs) For women's travel fest. Women's travel fest. Three years in a row. It was for like, Port, like I because you know how the crossover for the year ends so I booked that hotel like yeah a year in advance because then and then I booked the other one like right before when 2022 hit so then I I booked that like I used all my past FHR credits for women's travel fest when I was going there they always happened to be one yeah that's a good way to use it <laughs> just for one night yeah I, well sometimes like for me it's just like like I mean I could have expensed it but sometimes it's just better to just get it out of the, the way like you know because it's like all the other trips I would have went on it's gonna be with yeah. points anyway most of them are gonna be with points anyway or with friends and some of my friends they don't have points so they want to stay at a cheaper places 
so like so like my road trip from L- from LA to um, Big Sur when we did it all the way up to SF, we stayed at m- some of the cheaper ones like the Wyndham properties. Mm-hmm. It's like more the the like not 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 as nice property like the Wyndham properties that we stayed there. So it wasn't as like fancy as like a Marriott or like Hilton or Hyatt. So we stayed at, I mean, I think we did stay at one Marriott, but it was on the budget side, but most of our properties were mostly the um, budget Wyndham. Yeah. So I, I guess so, it depends on who you travel with, too. Yeah. I also, like, the original plan was to use the free Marriott night for the first night, and, but it didn't come in time, because they took, like, eight weeks to post it to my account. So by the time I got it, I already wanted everything planned out already, so... Yeah, <laughs> you didn't cancel and rebook, or you just didn't want to do it. You're like, eh. no. At that point, I was kind of interested after, but it was because I had already spent all the time researching which hotel I wanted. I was like, I actually kind of want to see how this one is. So, it, at, but at that point, I was like, okay, I'll just do that. But you can usually with fine hotels and resorts, you can usually cancel it and get a full refund. I had to do that actually because the first time I booked one, I screwed up. And this is something to know: is when you go to do it, you have to make sure when you search it. You have to make sure you filter it to find hotels and resorts and the hotel collection. If you don't, you might accidentally book one that's not because sometimes like when mm. you do go to search again, it takes the filter off. So that's what I did. And I found I was like, oh, that's a good deal. And it looked legit because it looked like a nice hotel and everything. But then when it posted my account, it showed as the charge. It showed as Amex travel. But to make sure that it's right, if it says American Express or Amex um, find hotels and resorts or amex the hotel collection then you did it correctly but if you if it just says amex travel then you didn't do it right and you you have to refund and try again and find a different place to do it that that falls under one of those two categories so something to know just like make sure you check your statement after you make the booking because a lot of people told me they made that mistake as well yeah that makes sense yeah for for those hotels like so like for me sometimes it's like it's, it just depends on where I'm going and stuff. You have to be strategic about how you're using your free night certificates. So um, one of the properties I'm staying at in um, Belgium when I'm going there, there is a Marriott there, but there's no Hyatt there and there's no Hilton there. So guess what? I'm going to use my Marriott free night certificate there versus waste, waiting for some other place that has both a Hyatt and a Marriott. So you want to be strategic about places you go to as well. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we're going to do some of our bougie in a backpack mailbag questions. So just a reminder for you guys, if you have any questions you want us to talk about or topics you want to talk about on the podcast, we do have a link in our show notes where you can submit either anonymously or you can include your name and we'll give you a little shout out if you have any questions you want us to answer on the podcast and we'll do our best to answer them. And we'll try to get to all of them, but we might not get to everyone. So for this week, we have a question from at Trish and travel. So the question is, how do you organize your benefits for each card and track your available points? I hate missing out on valuable benefits. Yeah, that's a good, good point. We were just talking about free night certificates and using the fine hotels and resorts credit. Like that's one of those credits where you might forget to use it and then you, it, you lose it. So there's a lot of tools that we use. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like, so card pointers that has like Mm -hmm. the monthly reminders, also the credit card offers that you have on your credit card and stuff. If you want, we do have a link for card pointers in the, um, in the um, podcast comment section and stuff for you to find a link, but that makes it super easy for you. If you don't know what your credit card offers, that tells you like pretty much everything the credit card offers, which are like coupons on your card and whatever monthly benefits you have, such as like GoPuff, the free the two hundred dollar hotel credit from Amex Platinum, the two hundred dollar airline incidental credit from Amex. So like you just want to look at that one. That's what I would say. That's the easiest one to find out those current benefits that you have. That's great for tracking your credit card credits and what you need to spend still. And one that's good for tracking all of your airline and hotel points is Award Wallet. So with Award Wallet, there's a ton of features of it, but just one of the features that it has is you can put all of your loyalty accounts and it will automatically update all of your loyalty accounts. So for example, you have like 10,000 Delta Sky miles, you have like 40,000 American Airlines miles, you have, I don't know how many United miles, it it can consolidate all of those and pull all the data from what you have from each of those accounts. And so you can look at them all at once and say, oh, like these are how many points I have for each of these things. So it's a good way to be able to keep track of what miles and hotel points you have available so that you can see it for individual accounts all in one place. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's helpful for you to pay for these tools. I used to be one of those people who doesn't want to pay for anything, but you have to remember it saves you the mental stress. So during our stacking challenge, someone was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize until I got car pointers that I had all these different GoPuff credits. I didn't realize there was even a DoorDash credit on CSR. And the thing is, it's like, if you don't have these like kind of benefits, like for you to pay like a small little fee each month, it might actually help you remember to use all your different credits and everything. Yeah, we actually, so we had, we had a manual from card point. He's the creator and founder of card pointers. He spoke at our stacking challenge and then also our Southwest challenge, to, two different topics. Cause he was talking about new, new features of the app and also how you can use it for saving money on travel in our Southwest challenge. But when we were talking about it in the Southwest challenge, someone brought up that they, they, you can see how much you've saved by using card pointers from all the offers you've added. And one person said they saved like $1,700 from just from having downloaded the app and adding all the offers to their card. So sometimes it seems like you're paying for 
things, but like when you think about things that you miss out on, if you don't pay for tools that are automating things for you, there's a lot of value to be had. And the same with, with a award wallet with award wallet. If you don't know, if you don't keep track of all your points, you might forget about points. And it also reminds you when your points are about to expire. So if you have points that are sharing an account and you haven't touched that account and it'll just remind you like, Hey, your points are going to expire. So make sure you do something. Sometimes all you have to do is just make one transaction, book one thing, or just spend something through a shopping portal and it'll reactivate your, your miles or your points again. So that's another reason why it's worth it to pay for some of these tools. Yeah. The tools definitely streamline your process, but at the end of the day, you still have to do it at the end of the day. Like, so like some of the different award tools that we have used in the past, it helps you simplify your process of finding a flight for faster, but at the end of the day, you still have to book it in your own account and everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It doesn't just do the work for you, but it, it does help. It's just like that one step. It's almost like having a secretary. Like you still have to do all your work, but it's like having a secretary organize it all for you in one place so you can see it. Another app that you can use that, this one's free to keep track of 524 status or what cards you have open is Travel Freely. So Travel Freely, you can put, it doesn't connect to your bank account, but you can input all your cards and it will, and you put the date that you open the card and then it'll show you when you open it, you can see what cards you have. Just It's just a good place to keep all of that information. Yeah, like the apps, like you can just use them. They help simplify and make things easier for you. You have to think, think about that at the end of the day. It's a lot of work in the beginning because you're inputting everything. By the end of the day, you're making stuff easier for yourself. So you have to constantly remind yourself. Like even for me, I always have to remind myself that too. I was like, it's okay for me to pay for a service. You know, it's going to be faster. Like the other day, I paid for um, a one-year membership for Seats Arrow. But then that helps me find so much fat flights faster. So you have to think about that mm. at the end of the day. So thank you, Trish and Travel, for your question. Hope we answered your question. And you, once again, you can find those links in our show notes. We also have a discount for card pointers if you want to sign up for that. So our next question, I think we'll just do one more question, is anonymous. Ooh, But this question is about, it says, hi, I would like to hear more about buying groups. <laughs> so have you done, I've done buying groups, have you? I have, yes. But I've also had I had one negative experience with the buying group, but I guess it was my fault. So so just so you guys understand, like buying groups are their websites or it's groups where they are buying they wanna buy a bunch of an item, but usually there's limits on how many items you can buy. So for example, like laptops, if there's a laptop sale at like Walmart or something, usually you, you're limited to how many of those you can buy, especially if there's some kind of deal on them. So what they do is they, they want you to buy merchandise and then they will buy it from you. So it is a way to generate points because you're spending on your credit card and then they are paying you back in cash. A lot of times they're not paying you full value because they, a lot of times it's hard, it's harder to find those deals where you're getting all of your money back. Sometimes you might lose out on like 3% but or like 2%. And the idea is like, well, you're earning points. So if you're working towards a sign-up bonus, it might help you anyway because you're earning more than that back. But something to note is like you don't necessarily know who you're buying for. So there's, there's some risk involved. It's like you might not be able to – you don't know for sure if you're going to get that money back. In my experience, I was able to get money back from, um, from buying group I used. But then I also – Something to know too is 
with buying groups, you can either have the merchandise shipped to you and then you ship it out to the buying group, or you can have it drop shipped, which means you buy it from a website and then have it shipped to an address. So I actually did this with Dell. I had it shipped to one of the buying group's addresses and then Dell just automatically canceled my order. And now like with that Dell account, I don't know if I can place orders because when that happens with buying groups, if you do something like that, and this is like worse if it happens to like Target or an account that you really care about, like Amazon, if you do that and you have it shipped to that direct address and they have it like flagged as a suspicious address or something, then you might have your, you might not be able to place orders on your account anymore. So I think Dell, I think that account that I had used for Dell, because I tried to use that shipping address and Dell is one of the ones that they don't let you use that. They don't, they're not friendly with buying groups with using certain addresses. So that's one, like, I now know that, like, that's something at Chicago seminars, they talk about like, which, you know, which ones to be looking out for. That's one of them is like Dell, you don't want to ship to, but, um, but yeah, just know that there's risks involved. Like you, not only can you get banned from websites like Dell or target, or you can get banned from the credit card company. If there's some nefarious activity going on and a lot of times with buying groups, that's not the case, but there's other ways to generate points where like if something got cracked down, you could get banned from, from credit card companies. So it's just something to know. Like it's not, it's like go at your own risk, but a lot of times buying groups, if they give you the money right away or like within seven days, that's a good sign that they're pretty legit. Cause they're just, that's just, a, that's just a buying and selling. That's literally business is buying and selling. Like that's what, that is what makes the world go round is people buy goods they sell them for a higher price. Like that's, that is like normal business, but where it gets sketchy is if there's like a 30 day or 60 day delay from when you get paid, then it's like, what are they doing with that money in the meantime? That's where things can get weird. <laughs> so that, that's just my warning is like gathering from what other people have told me from their negative experiences. My one tip is like, make sure if you're going to do it, that you get paid immediately and like definitely like test the waters with smaller purchases. Cause you could be out money if for some reason you don't get the money back. And then second, just know that it's possible to get shut down from specific companies if you try to ship to an address that they don't like. Yeah, that has, um, so I got banned from Best Buy for like, I think like six months or so for me from doing buying group stuff too. This was like back like two years ago when I did this. So I got, I got banned for like stuff and I had like from, I did all these buying group activity on Best Buy, but they actually gave me a free like coupons and stuff I got from Best Buy. And I got like, I used a coupon to get a free power bank charger <laughs> for my phone though. Was the coupon they gave you because of all your purchases? Yeah, because I spent a lot of buying groups. I don't want to list the names just because I don't yeah. want to give out certain recommendations or anything, just because they all come with risk. I used that one. And then um, later my account got flagged. I couldn't shop at Best Buy anymore except in person. And it was kind of oh, annoying because yeah. I remember during that time, it was like for Amex, we had like a $10 credit or whatever we had for um, Best Buy. And I couldn't use, I had to go in person. I couldn't do it online. It was something with... um. I'm trying to remember, this was like a few years ago, like Amex. Yeah, I think that was um, Amex, didn't Amex Platinum have like a $50 or something like that, Best Buy? I forgot what the, the offer or was, like but that. you had to use it at Best Buy was one of the stores you couldn't use it for. And I, I couldn't do it online. I had to go in person because like I was banned and like it was just like that kind of, 
I forgot what it was. It was like a $10 PayPal credit or a $10 something credit that we had with Amex Platinum. But I had to go in person for do, to do it in Best Buy because I couldn't do it online anymore. So when you did it online, was it because you shipped it to one of those addresses? Like you drop, tried to drop no, ship it? I did it? it for a while. I did that. Yeah, like, yeah. For, but then later they caught on somehow. They caught on and then they like they stopped my order. And then like I couldn't use it to buy any more purchases. I had to go in person. I had credits from Best buy so that that's what happened to i end up using it in store i think i end up using the credits in store to buy like a power bank and also to buy like stuff for the house like swiffer like like you know swiffer pads and stuff that i got from all the best buy credits and stuff another time i shipped i got an order for staples and guess what happened the box was sent like damaged to the buying group or something like that so they were like oh well we don't accept this and guess what happened? Staples wouldn't give me a return label. So you know what I had to do? I had to pay for my own return label to have them, the, the buying group, ship it to me and then go in person to return it to Staples because Staples was like, oh, we'll just have like one of our couriers pick it up from the buying group address. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> They're not going to have yeah. someone just come into this, this warehouse and pick it up and stuff. So I had to go... Um, tell them to like i had to pay for my own shipping label from like i think it was from fedex or ups one of them and then give it to the buying group for them to print out and then for them to ship it to my house and i had to go in person to staples to return it but that was risky in itself because you're like kind of scared like what happens if it gets lost in transit yeah that's that's another big thing is if the package gets damaged like what are you supposed to do you know if it got damaged and it got sent to your house you could fix it right but yeah. there's not much you can do when it gets sent to a warehouse like that so like what they do is they keep these things in warehouses but um but yeah best yeah, buy and, and, best buy and yeah. is another one that's so like best buy and dell those are two ones that if you're gonna do buying groups do not buy directly through those and have it shipped to that place you could maybe if you wanted to like if you're buying them in person or something and then ship it or have it delivered to your house and ship it. That's an option, but then you're incurring the shipping costs. So like you kind of have to look if see if that's worth it. But yeah, that's like another one to know about. Like don't use your and d definitely like if you if you're doing that, don't use that account. Like make maybe make a separate account if you're gonna try to do something like that with a with a place that you buy from a lot. Yeah, and then I had another. I have so many <laughs> stories. I had another incident where. The buying group, they didn't get the item. What is it? Amazon said it. It was either Amazon or Target. One of them. This was like a few years ago. So I'm trying to remember all the details, but I don't remember all the details. But like, because um, this was like a few years ago. It was from one of the ones I bought from and they couldn't find the item. But a month later, they found it and then I got the money back. But that was kind of scary for like a month of having like, you're like, oh, I shipped the item, but they didn't. They said they didn't get it. And then now it's crazy. Now you don't know. Yeah, and it's not even necessarily the buying group itself. It's just like sometimes there's like things that can go wrong and then you, there's no recourse for it, you know? So, I mean, there there are there are reputable buying groups out there. Like, don't get us wrong. They're not all evil. There's just like some things to look out for. And especially you just have to look out for yourself too. So if you're, if you did something like that where you made a massive purchase, like you spent thousands of dollars and then all of that got damaged, it's like you're out. Like, what are you going to do? You know, versus like if you're making smaller purchases and testing it out first and like you have a plan where, okay, well, I'm not going to put all the, like I'll wait till, you know, I won't just make this massive purchase at once, like do it in incrementally or something, then you might be a little bit more safe, but also just like stay clear of some of those, some of the bigger websites, like, like Best Buy or 
Dell, don't don't try to sh- drop ship to any of those. And I mean, it's I feel like we're just talking about the bad stuff, but it is good. Like it, it they can be good. Um, I just like you know just tread yeah. lightly with them for sure. I mean, Best Buy, I got like credits for there, and I got a free power charger and stuff. I bought for like a Swiffer and, and stuff like that, so it it was fine. For Amazon, sometimes it's profitable because you go through the cashback portal. So you go through top cashback if you're buying mm-hmm. Amazon products. So sometimes you do make money like from them. And then you could easily make a sign-up bonus or so. Like um, some people do this where if there's a lot of stuff on sale that you can take advantage of, like such as the Amazon warehouse sale. I wish I – it's so funny because like I was talking to my other friend about this. Sometimes you, you have to plan out your vacation days of when the um, buying group has sales for Amazon <laughs> and other places. So then you could take advantage of them. So some of the credit cards like Amex, for example, you get instant card approval. So you get your card number right away. So if you get your card number right away, guess what you can do? You can make a sign-up bonus pretty much the same day if you can. So I have had a few friends who did that, where they made a sign-up bonus that day. Yeah. I think usually with, with the buying groups, too, you're making the purchase on the card through the real website. So, like, there's not really suspicious activity unless you're doing, like, extremely high volume with the credit card company. So that's, like, not really the risk you need to worry about. And if you were worried about buying something for a buying group with a credit card, you could also use gift card. Like that could be a way to liquidate some of your gift cards. Like your, if you're buying gift cards from Staples or something with your, uh, with your Chase Business Inc. cash card and earning five times points, you could use those to buy things for buying groups. But then, yeah, you do have the risk. Like you have to make sure everything clears and that you get the money back before you throw away that gift card. So that can be kind of a pain too. But that's that's something else to think about. You could do that to earn extra points that way. Yeah, I have I have done that too, where I use gift cards to buy um buying group stuff, but it does come with risk. There has been people who have been shut down from using Amazon for that, so just be mindful of that. Yeah, definitely. So, like, I guess long story short is that's kind of an overview of what buying groups are, but we're not necessarily endorsing them. But we're not saying like be totally like we're saying we we've done them. Like they're not totally evil, but like there is some risk involved. So something to know and yeah we we don't sorry that we're not trying to be like gatekeepy but we don't want to name a buying group and then have you use it and then it gets shut down or something and like then you guys come after us so sorry that we sorry we haven't given any but like if you i'm sure if you google some of the some if you google buying groups you might be able to find them so that's just google it and see what you can find you're not getting any specific endorsements from us yeah, and there has been people who had um, buying groups where they didn't get their money and stuff. There was a recent one with, like, I think of the like at Chicago seminars we learned, I think it was like a Travis Scott concert where some of them weren't getting their money back. We like there has been some incidents like that that has happened where the, yeah. the things can get kind of hairy. So like use at your own risk because remember you're lending someone else money and then they're supposed to pay you back, but you never know if they will pay you back or not. So. Use at your own risk. It all depends on risk tolerance. I have a lot of friends who do use buying groups themselves too, and they're fine with it, with the risk. And then some of them, they don't want to do it because it's like you're lending out money to someone you don't even know. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, and and there's ways to do it where it's like, some like if it's more people you trust, you know, if you've built relationships, you go to these conferences, you meet people. Some people do this, they resell stuff. So if you can build a working relationship with someone that you know who knows they're going to pay you back that's another way to do it but yeah just just go at your own risk so i think we could 
we could just say that for days. Just go at your own risk, but. Yes. Like, so the recap of this is that, like, definitely look into war tools. They, again, you pay, like, a small fee, but it saves you the stress. Would you rather lose the miles or know that you have something coming up that you can take advantage of to save money? You have to think about that pros and cons, because I do admit a lot of us are forgetful, right? A lot of people forget things all the time. And these tools, they do help you. They help you save time and then they help you save money, right? So you have to weigh out the pros and cons. I was against paying things for a very long time. But then when I see how much things save me time, I'm like, okay, maybe it's better just to pay for it because I'll get more money out of out of the return if I didn't know about it. And then the other thing is also for buying groups, use at your own risk. I have used them before. Mackenzie has used them before, but they do come with risks. Sometimes the package might get stolen. Sometimes a buyer might change their mind and say like, hey, we have a cap on this. We're not buying any more tickets or so. Sometimes like you might not get your money back in full. Sometimes the item is listed cheaper than the price. So the buying group will pay you less than what the price is selling so you had to double check that as well sometimes it does come with good advantages where sometimes there's cashback portals for them so you can easily buy something and get the cashback portal like the points or the cash back for that purchase so you're making money too so they do come with pros and cons but yeah let us know if you have more questions and if you have more stuff in the mailbag feel free to leave leave a comment on the mailbag and we'll like to hear from you and if you like any of these podcast episodes feel free to leave a podcast rating and review if you leave like a good rating and review, remember our, our sponsors do read them. So it does help us out with having more free and low cost events in the future, such as our free challenges. We recently did a Southwise Companion Pass challenge. We also did a stacking challenge, also like a travel hacking challenge. So our sponsors do read our podcast ratings and review. So if you leave like a five star review, that helps out a lot. If you leave a rating of that, like rating such as five stars or a review about something you learned, that helps us out a lot with our sponsorships and having more free content for you guys. So just keep that in mind. 